Good morning. It's Wednesday, August 23rd. Welcome to That Actually Happened, a new audio experiment by Danny O'Neill. The Mariners won their eighth consecutive game, beating the White Sox 6-3 in Chicago on Tuesday night. Josh Rojas's two-run homer in the second was the big blow. Julio Rodriguez, the Mariners' all-star center fielder, missed his second straight game. But while Monday was just a regular day off, he was scratched from the lineup on Tuesday because of what has been described as a stomach bug. Brian Wu pitched for the first time in three weeks. He walked the first batter he faced on four pitches, which was not great, but settled down after that, went four innings, allowed just one run while throwing 65 pitches. Houston beat the Red Sox 7-3, and the Diamondbacks beat the Rangers 6-3 in other AL West action. That Diamondbacks win was thanks in part to a sensational catch in center field by Alec Thomas in the ninth inning. Seattle is half a game back of Houston for the number two wildcard spot, and just a single game behind Texas in the chase for the division lead. The Mariners, as I mentioned, have won eight in a row. It's the second eight-game winning streak this month, and they've won 16 of their last 19. Meanwhile, the New York Yankees were beaten 2-1 by the Nationals. New York has lost nine in a row, the team's longest losing streak since 1982. (laughs) Sorry. Luis Severino is on the mound tonight against the Nats, and if the Yankees lose, it will be the franchise's longest losing streak since 1913, when they were sharing the polo grounds with the Giants. (laughs) The Seahawks announced bad news as rookie receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba, whom I was crowing about just on Monday, will have surgery to repair a broken bone in his wrist. Total bummer. And perhaps my fault, as I had held off on mentioning the first round pick because I didn't want to inflate expectations. As soon as I do, he's out. It sounds like recovery time is weeks, not months, for this injury, and Pete Carroll kept the door open for Smith and Jigba to play in the regular season opener, but as the veteran Pete Parser, I would say there's only a 6.8% chance of that actually happening. In combat sports, there was a press conference in London to promote a bout between Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis. If you don't know who either of those people are, congratulations. You might remember Logan Paul. He's the gonzo YouTuber who was roundly criticized for his disrespectful, even morbid behavior in Japan a few years ago. Well, he's all grown up now, kind of. He was a podcast host. He is a pro wrestler. He had an exhibition boxing match against Floyd Mayweather. He's fighting this guy, Dennis. He's he's not really a fighter so much as known for being friends with Conor McGregor. I don't think he's fought in an actual bout in four years. Dennis has spent the past week posting pictures of Paul's fiance on Twitter, crudely mentioning how many romantic couplings she's had. It's crass. I also have to admit it's kind of funny watching Paul, whose initial success was based largely on the look-at-me behavior of a troll, actually getting trolled himself. At the press conference, Paul had a cake made up that depicted his opponent in boxing gloves, lying face up on the canvas with a black eye. At some point, I believe, uh, part of this cake was thrown at Dennis when Dennis mentioned uh, Paul's fiance's past couplings. Paul then said Dennis's mother was in fact a prostitute. Shortly thereafter, John Fury, whose son Tommy is also on the card, stood up, started shouting about the fighting pedigree of his family, which includes heavyweight boxing champ Tyson Fury. 
Uh, Papa Fury then knocked a couple of tables over, grabbed his bathing suit area, and made several hip thrusts, which I believe were designed to mimic copulation. That's what happened yesterday. If you enjoyed my soft-spoken summary, leave a comment or drop an email, and I'll consider making it a regular feature. Have a good day.